sometimes it's hard to give it up. And we try to hold on to it really tightly because we've invested so much time into it or even just a pride or an ego because you don't want to give up. You are an achiever. You do it or the guilt that comes with it. But those are all self-inflicted. And knowing that if that's the right direction, if that's the season you are in, it is okay Something good is going to come on the other side and a new opportunity is going to come. If we hold on tightly to something that either isn't working, you're not passionate about, then you're not going to see that other opportunity. We became entrepreneurs because more than anything, we want freedom. We want to be in control of our own schedule, income, and life. But unfortunately, that isn't always the reality of being a business owner. I'm Gillian Perkins, and I'm on a mission to take back entrepreneurship for what it's supposed to be. In every episode, I'll share with you how to get the most out of every hour you work so that you can work less and earn more. Let's get to it. Hey there, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Work Less, Earn More. We are continuing our series on perseverance today. This is going to be our very last episode talking about this topic. I'm joined once more by Gabe Cox, who's been with me throughout this series. Hey there, Gabe. Welcome back to the show. Hi, thank you for having me, Gillian. Yes, absolutely. I've loved unpacking all of these different topics relating to persevering and just staying the course until you achieve your goals with Gabe. We have covered so many great topics. This, I believe, is episode five that we are doing today. And like I said, it's the final episode. Over the past month or so, we have talked about different strategies for figuring out your true why of why you want to achieve your goal and how important that is. We've talked talked about creating a solid foundation to build your success on so that you don't just jump in and then find yourself floundering. We've talked about how to not get distracted along the way and how to avoid different things that might derail you. And now in this final episode, we're going to answer or help you answer rather a really important question, which is when is it time or is there a time when you should perhaps give up, when you should change course, when you should decide that this is no longer the right goal for you? Because I think that we all know that there are times like this, right? There are times when you realize that for one reason or another, your goal that you were pursuing, that you are currently pursuing is no longer really serving you. It's no longer your highest priority. But how do you make that call? And specifically, how do you decide whether you're making a smart wise decision to no longer pursue something that is the wrong path for you versus maybe something is just distracting you and there's a shiny object that has come your way that you are finding more appealing right now or you're feeling discouraged so you want to give up. So how do you make that distinction so that you can make a really solid decision? So Gabe, can you start um, just by giving a brief introduction of yourself for anyone who maybe hasn't listened to the previous episodes just so they know who you are and where you're coming from, and then we'll get into this topic. Sure. So I'm an author and a podcaster and the founder of Red Hot Mindset, where I help women uh, use their passions to enhance their productivity and spiritual growth so they can go after their God-given goals. Uh, I am a mental training coach and accountability coach, and this is a passion of mine. I love talking perseverance and what it takes to bring a goal from the start to fruition. But 
you know, in the midst of that, it's about the when should I give up or should I give up or am I just am I not working it hard enough or all these things. So we're going to be talking about that today. And I kind of think about for a time, I we just moved from Minnesota to Colorado last year in the middle of the pandemic. And it was a really short decision. It was like an eight week decision. But it was almost, uh, are we giving up on where we are? Because I would have never thought we were going to move from Minnesota, even though I wanted to, because it's freezing there. And <laughs> you can't really enjoy a whole lot of the seasons. Um, but and our family's all there. We're all, they're all 10 miles within us, uh, it, within where we lived. And so it was that was a huge decision. And it was almost like, are we quitting? Are we giving up? And I know that's kind of different. It's not really in the entrepreneurial phase, which I can give you an example of that a little bit later. But it was the seasons are changing. And it was a time for us to move on because we needed to for certain reasons. And it was a great decision. But did it was it a hard one? It was. And when you make the decision to change course or change direction, or to give up on what you thought was a dream that you had, it is always tough. And there's always uh, different feelings and emotions that come with that. So that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today. When is it that we should, or is there a time that we should switch to a different idea? And um, Gillian, can you just share uh, maybe what the first reason would be or what your first thought is on this? Yeah. So the first reason why you might be considering, and this is perhaps the most common reason you might be considering changing course would be because what you have been working towards is not working out. Your plans are not being successful. You're not seeing the progress that you want to see. And, you know, that's something that everyone experiences. That's the first thing you have to realize is that everyone at some point along their journey, you know, maybe not with every single goal they try to achieve, but with many goals that everyone tries to achieve, there will be times when it's not working out. In fact, it might seem like it's not working out from day one and like you're not able to make any progress at all. And so I think the big question you have to ask yourself to know whether or not that's a reason to quit would be, why isn't it working out? Because we're all going to experience this, but we all know that since everyone experiences this, that's not necessarily a reason to give up, right? Um, in the last episode, Gabe, you mentioned about Thomas Edison inventing the light bulb, right? Mm-hmm. He failed time and time and time again, but we're sure glad he didn't give up, right? <laughs> Just because it wasn't working out. And that is the case with everyone who eventually succeeds is that when their idea wasn't working for a while, when they weren't seeing the results that they wanted, they didn't give up. If they had given up, they would not have gotten that result. So we know that just because we're not getting those results doesn't necessarily mean we should give up, but it might mean that, right? Mm -hmm. So Gabe, in thinking about the why isn't this working out, how would you kind of answer that question? There's there's actually a couple of questions that go along with that question that will help you answer the question. But if it's not working out, we have to ask ourselves, are we not working it? And mm-hmm. when I say that, most business owners are going to be working really, really hard and they are going to be working it. But are that you actually giving it the time it needs to make it work? Um, Or are you just going through the motions? And maybe you're just going through the motions because you're just not passionate about it. Or maybe there's some laziness in there. Or you just haven't developed the habits. So is it not working because 
it's it's because not because you're and, not working. So that's kind working. of the that was the answer that I was alluding to there, which is is it not working because you're not working? Mm-hmm. And I think that this takes a lot of kind of soul searching sometimes because there have been times when I know I felt like I was working incredibly hard, but when I got really real with myself, I realized that Yes, I was putting myself through a lot of pain because of how I was working, maybe because I was working really late nights, for example, or because I was spending lots of hours in front of my computer, um, if we're talking about business here, which, of course, is the primary goal we're talking about. But, you know, everything we've talked about with perseverance throughout this month really applies to any big goal you're trying to achieve. So there have been a lot of times when I felt like I'm working so hard, but was I really doing the work? Was I really doing what I needed to do? Was I really you know, doing the important things or was I just doing a lot of maybe the easy things, but avoiding the things I knew I really needed to do? Mm-hmm. Kind of like the distractions we talked about last episode. Yes, Are we, sure. yeah, you could be on social media for three hours networking with people, but is that growing your business? Is that actually doing the work? It looks like you're working. It feels mm-hmm. like you're working but are you doing the work? Yeah, so for me, I remember some of the things that I was spending a lot of time on were networking on social media, um, doing a lot of research, which research is good, but I was doing too much because it was preventing me from sitting down and doing the real work and just learning in general. I was like taking a lot of courses and things like that. And so I would be sitting at my desk for at least 20 hours a week and earning no money at all because I wasn't doing the things that I needed to do, which were a bit more uncomfortable. Um, And at that point, since I was trying to work with one-on-one clients, I really needed to be working on reaching out to people and actually pitching my services to them. Mm -hmm. So aside from, you mentioned there were a few other questions, Gabe. Do you have any other questions on your mind about why it's not working out? I think this actually fits right next into the next question is, have you actually validated your idea? Mm. Because the reason it might not be working out is because you don't have your messaging right, or it, people just aren't really understanding or comprehending what it is that you have to offer. So is it not working out because you haven't taken the time to do the efficient market research to really find out what are the needs of my target audience? Am I really giving them what they want And is that what I'm working? Or am I just trying to work to push this product that I think somebody needs out into the marketplace? And I know this is something that you are very passionate about, Gillian, and that you are really good at teaching. And, um, you know, I'd love to just hear kind of what your thoughts are on why it is really important to do that hard work in the beginning of validating your idea. Yeah, absolutely. So after running Startup Society for a couple of years, there was this specific problem that I saw members running into. And and really, we as a team saw members running into over and over again. And we weren't really sure how to help people solve this problem. So the problem was that we saw some people who were doing all the right things. They were working through the action plans. They were taking the action steps. They were really doing the work and yet their business wasn't growing. Now from the outside, it was very obvious to us why their business wasn't growing. We heard about their business. We saw what they were selling and it was pretty easy to see that they were selling something that honestly there wasn't demand for. 
It was, it was just obvious from the outside. Nobody wants this service. Nobody wants this product. But how do you tell someone that? How do you tell someone that someone doesn't want their baby? Both because obviously that would be hard for them to hear, but also who am I to say that? Mm-hmm. right? Who am I to declare? No one wants to buy this thing. Maybe I'm just not their target customer. So even though I thought I knew that, I didn't feel, I, I felt like it would be kind of cocky of me to be, say, nobody wants this. I don't necessarily know. So how can I help them solve this problem? And what I realized they really needed to do was something that I also didn't do at the beginning of starting my business. But when my business finally succeeded, I did it at that point. And that was, as Gabe mentioned, validating my business idea. So what validating really means is determining that there is, in fact, at least in a business sense, there is, in fact, demand for your product. People do really want what you're trying to sell. Now, the good news here is that what you don't need to do is you don't need to try to build your business for years, try to sell it for years, eventually determine no one wants this and give up. (laughs) That is one way you could validate a business idea, but it's not at all the only way. Instead, you can actually put in the work for a few short weeks or months, do a significant amount of research, share your idea with some people, test out your idea by beta launching your product. And we run a, we run a program where we guide people through this at this point, because it was such a problem we saw with so many entrepreneurs. So the program is called validate. We do it in an eight week period. The actual work is done in a five to six week period. Um, and then we have a week or two at the beginning where we're, you know, explaining the whole process and we're getting people ready to go through the process and then a wrap up week at the end. So it's an, it's an eight week period and just spending that in initial time doing that work that honestly can be some of the most difficult work for a few reasons. One, because you're going from zero to doing a bunch of work, right? And it's always hard to like make that shift, get yourself into the mindset. I do find that the the students in the program actually tend to find that part pretty easy because they are in a community of people who are all doing it with them. And so they've signed up, they're ready to go. So most people who sign up for Validate go on to, in fact, go through the steps. And I'm so I'm so pleased and happy to see that because I know that without being in a group of people who are all doing it together, it can be super tough to convince yourself to just do that work. But it's also tough because you're putting yourself out of your comfort zone. You are doing some of the work that entrepreneurs find to be the most difficult, which is going out there and asking people um, about their product, doing a certain type of networking that isn't just like, hi, nice to meet you. I'm so-and-so. I do such and such. But you're actually presenting your idea. You are to some extent pitching your idea to people and that can be really uncomfortable. It also is work that a lot of people avoid because it's not that profitable. We want to start making money immediately, but doing the research and beta launching your product, it's just not going to be very profitable. Now, in the Validate program, we do try to get our students to make money as quickly as possible, because that is a significant part of validating your business ideas, getting people to actually pay for it, because that is the ultimate proof that they want it. And so the idea behind validate is to earn your first thousand dollars so that you can prove your business idea. I feel like I'm straying away from your question, Gabe, where were we even going with this? (laughs) No, that was that was perfect, because that's the that's the whole point is asking that question, is it not working because it's not validated? So doing 
doing that hard work in that, you know, five to six weeks to find out if it's something that somebody wants is important because then at the end of that, you can say, yes, it's validated. Okay, now I have to figure out what work I need to do to get this out to the marketplace. And if it's not validated, if you're not finding that it is something that seems to be what someone wants, you have two choices. You either change to a completely different idea or you figure out how maybe to turn direction on that product itself because maybe it's not the fact that they didn't want it, it's that it wasn't presented in a way that they wanted it. Or maybe they do need it, but it's not what they want. So if it's not validated, that would be a reason to change directions. Great points, Gabe. So a few thoughts I have on this. In, in the context of this main question we're trying to answer, should you give up and move on? So a lot of the time when entrepreneurs are trying to build up a business idea and they, you know, they have a goal in mind, they're working towards it, they're not seeing the results they want, that makes them wonder, should I give up? And so here, Gabe, you're saying that you need to ask yourself, like, has this idea been validated? And if it has been validated and you have that proof people want it, then, you know, we want to keep going. Okay, we just need to try some different marketing strategies, but you've had that proof. If you don't have that proof, then that is a great time, I would say, to pause. Not necessarily switch to a different business idea or a different, even a different marketing tactic necessarily. Pause, do the market research, beta launch your product, and get that proof you need one way or the other. Maybe mm -hmm. you do all the research, you discover there's no demand for this, and then you have the evidence you need, the facts you need to know that switching is a smart choice, and you shouldn't keep investing your time and money into this idea that has no chance of succeeding because there's not demand for it. On the other hand, you do the validation process, you discover there is demand for it, now you can go forward with full confidence and not have to switch to a different idea. You also, Gabe, mentioned about um, your marketing messages, and maybe there is a demand for the product, but you're just not communicating it well enough. That is something we we work on really heavily in the Validate program, when we do the market research and we interview prospective customers, we actually get the words directly from them, the words that really resonate with them, words for exactly what their desires are, the problems that they're facing, so that we can then use their words to inform the marketing copy, which are the, the words that you're using to sell your product, so that you can essentially eliminate that potential problem for why people don't buy. Because you're saying back to them exactly what they said they wanted, and then you get to find out if they really wanted it enough to pay for it. Yeah, and there's something to that because there's a reason that big, large companies have their own marketing department that does market research all the time, 40 yeah. hours a week per person, right? So Absolutely. Yeah, so that is a great thing to consider, especially if you're going through this process of building a business and you're trying to decide whether or not you should keep going. Has your idea been validated? If not, go do that now before you even think about giving up or you think about continuing. The episode you're currently listening to was originally offered as a live stream inside Startup Society, our training program for digital entrepreneurs. Each week in the program, Gillian teaches a live workshop for startup members, including a teaching segment, like what you're listening to right now, a tutorial segment that demonstrates how to take action on the lesson, and an open Q&A period where Gillian and guest experts work directly with each member. Members also get access to Startup Society's library of business training courses, monthly co-working sessions and other events, and our private community forum. If you're looking for affordable business training, mentorship, and accountability, then visit startupsociety.com forward slash podcast to learn more about the program and apply to join. 
Now here's Gillian with the rest of today's episode. Okay, so the next thing to consider is, are you finding a real passion for what you are doing? I think that this is a tricky one to navigate, Gabe, especially we were talking in the last episode about visionaries. And I know personally, I can always feel more excitement for something new and shiny. So how do you determine, how do you make that distinction between passion and novelty? Yeah, so one thing to note is that passion, you're not going to have it 100% of the time. (laughs) You're going to not like it no matter what at some point. And you might be like, oh, I don't know if I really like doing what I'm doing. That doesn't mean you don't have a passion for it. Uh, But you do have to have a real why for it. And we talked about this in the first episode where we talked about drawing out that real why. And the why is where the passion comes. It might not be that you're super, super passionate about being a social media manager, but it's what you're going to get through being it and how you're helping people because maybe you're really passionate in helping others in that way. And you know that it's going to get you to the reason why you're building your business in the first place. But when you don't have that real why or that deep-rooted why, then the passion can really go out pretty fast. And the other thing about the passion is, are you very knowledgeable about it? Is this something that you could talk about all day long with anybody, uh, have that conversation, um, have a conversation with yourself. You just really love the um, the message that you have or the product that you have. You really find value in it. And if you do find value in it, then I would say you have a passion for what you're doing. But if you're not able to talk about it in a way that it provides a value or you're kind of like, maybe it's something that could be used or maybe it's, and you kind of sway in that way, that's where I would say, are you really passionate about it? Because in the long run, working for yourself, you have to find that drive every day to keep doing what you're doing. I love that point about like, are you interested in talking about it? I hadn't thought about that specifically myself, but I think that that is a great kind of litmus test for whether or not you are passionate about it. Because sometimes there are things that maybe have lost their appeal to you because you are maybe tired of doing the work, at least in the way you are doing the work. But if you're still interested in talking about it and could talk about it all day long, sort of, sort of interested in talking about it, that is a really good sign that you still have that passion. I know for me, personally, kind of recently, there was an aspect of my business that I was really not feeling. It was something that was an important part of my business, but something I did not feel like doing anymore. And I was kind of in this like stuck between a rock and a hard place sort of thing, because I was like, I need to do this thing. It's important for my business, but I don't feel like it. But what I ended up realizing was that it actually wasn't the thing at all. It was just that the thing wasn't working as well as I wanted it to. So it's kind of strange me out that I wasn't really getting the result with it I wanted to. So every time I did this particular type of work, I was stressed out about it. And so I wasn't enjoying it. But the fact was, I was still really interested in it. If you'd asked me about it, I still would have talked your ear about off about it for hours, probably, you know, as long as you wanted to talk about it, I was still interested in it. I didn't really want to do the work because like I said, I was stressed out about it. And that made me not want to do it at all. But once I realized that, and I realized that that was the problem, 
it really kind of freed me up so that I no longer was feeling stuck and like, oh, I just have to keep doing this thing I don't want to do. But instead, I realized I just need to find a solution to get this thing to work better so that I can enjoy it more. Yeah. And sometimes that comes with maybe you're ready to hire out something you don't enjoy because there's a technical thing you don't like to do or the the some type of content writing you don't like to do, if you're able to do that and just give that part so you can be passionate about the other part, that's that's valid too. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, we're talking about a f- several different factors here or several different ways to determine things things to consider, I guess would be the best mm-hmm. way to put it. We're talking about several different things to consider in order to decide whether or not you want to continue pursuing this goal. And so, you know, right now we're talking about this one thing of are you still passionate about it? And so, you know, maybe you are excited about going out for your morning run or maybe you're not feeling it, right? But are you still passionate about it. I would say most of the time you're probably going to find you are still passionate about it. If you were passionate about it originally, there might be another reason why you decide to stop pursuing the goal. One of these other factors we are talking about today, but just think about, is this something that you still would be interested in doing aside from the goal? So like, I still want to run. I just maybe don't want to keep training for the marathon, for example, or is it something you still want to keep talking about, even if maybe for some reason, and you don't want to keep doing the work because that can help you to kind of problem solve both to figure out you're still passionate about it, but also to figure out how to make it more enjoyable again. So Gabe, next thing we have here on our agenda is what kind of obstacles are in the way? Yeah, because there are so many different obstacles that come. You're going to face many, many different ones, uh, roadblocks and detours, but Are they things that you can get around? Are they things that you're going to be able to overcome? Or is it an obstacle that maybe won't make it worth you finishing or keeping with it? One thing I I would think about like when it comes to running a marathon is say I have a fall or something happens and I break my foot in the middle of the marathon. It probably wouldn't be smart for me to continue going. I would at least need to hold a pause, but I'm not going to finish that race, right? Of course, a lot of us runners are not very smart and we probably would finish on a broken foot, but that's besides the case. (laughs) But, you know, so thinking about that, what are the obstacles? Are they things that we're putting in the way? Are they just distractions and shiny objects? Are they financial? Are they other people? Like, is the obstacle that your partner quit on you? Because maybe you have a business with somebody else. So then you have to make the choice am I able to do this on my own or do I either need to find another partner or do I need to switch gears? That's a real obstacle that might make you have to either pause or change directions. Those are some great points. And that kind of leads me into the last thing I wanted to talk about today, which are like, what are good reasons to give up and switch versus maybe some not so good reasons? One reason why people might want to quit would be because it is feeling hard or it's feeling difficult. What is your take, Gabe, on whether or not that would be a good reason to quit? Or maybe it's a good reason sometimes. Most of the time, I would say you can do hard things. It's important for us to do hard things. Mm -hmm. It puts us on a new level and it helps us to try new things. But it depends on why the hard is there. If it's really, really hard and we're not willing to persevere through it, or is it hard because there's just something in the way that's just making it impossible? Because 
we're not meant to do everything. We're meant to do what we're meant to do. But if it's hard and you don't like being uncomfortable, that's not a reason to quit. Mm -hmm. If it's hard and you're coming up with all these obstacles and it's really not working and you can't see it working in the foreseeable future, then it might be a reason. Mm -hmm. This is a potentially difficult thing to navigate, right? Whether or not you should quit because something is difficult. Because on the one hand, I 100% agree that doing difficult things is really good for us. It's good for building our character. It's good for building our mental strength. It gives us opportunities to work on our mindset. It's really good for us to do difficult things. On the other hand, if something is being really difficult, there's a good chance that you could probably figure out a way to make it easier, (laughs) right? Because most things, when you do them right, that are not that hard. And so I would say if something is hard, that's not necessarily a reason to quit, but that is a good reason to keep learning, keep looking at your options, keep um, talking to mentors and try to figure out how you can do this perhaps more easily or more enjoyably. And then the other thing that I think is so important to keep in mind is this is only one of several factors of reasons why you might choose to quit. So if the only reason you want to quit is because it's difficult, but you are still full of passion for it, it is still totally worth it to you, you still care about that outcome, you, your idea has been validated. If everything else is a yes, I would definitely not advise you to quit just because something is difficult. But if you haven't even validated your idea, you don't really care about that end outcome anymore more. You've lost your passion for it. You've tried and tried and tried and it's super hard then yes. Right. That's, that's the final straw. Right. And it's really hard and I'm not enjoying this. Um, and then the final thing that I think is so important to consider is, you know, you're going through this difficulty. It's costing you something, right? Is the outcome still worth this cost to you? Right. If it was just some kind of arbitrary little goal. You're like, oh, I think it would be cool if I could X, Y, Z. And now you're doing it and it's super hard. Maybe you choose to keep going because you want to work on your perseverance. You want to work on your mindset. You want to go through the process. But if not, right, if you don't want to do that and it's being hard and you don't care about the outcome, then obviously kind of the math says you should quit, right? It doesn't quite add up. Yeah, I would agree. Because this is your long run. This is a long game. It's not a short game. So you have to have the want to and the gumption to keep going and to keep with it, especially as it grows and people love what you're doing. Uh, You're not just going to give up when you're when you've reached the summit, right? You're going to keep going. And something I was thinking about too is, um, so say you are at a point where you know you need to change directions or your season is coming to an end with what you're doing, uh, sometimes it's hard to give it up. And we try to hold on to it really tightly because of some of the things that we talked about in the last episode, the fear of what other people think, or because we've invested so much time into it, or even just a pride or an ego, because you don't want to give up. You want you you are an achiever. You do it. I do the thing and I push through and I'm going to do it until then or the guilt that comes with it. But those are all self-inflicted. And knowing that if that if that's the right direction, if that's the season you are in, it is okay and you will make it through because you're probably going to come up with a new idea or something good is going to come on the other side and a new opportunity is going to come. But if we hold on tightly to something that either isn't working 
you're not passionate about, then you're not going to see that other opportunity. That's a great point. Okay, so I'm going to quickly just recap what we've gone over in this episode, these different things to consider when you're trying to decide whether or not you should keep going or perhaps you should give up. And then Gabe, I'd love to hear just any final thoughts you have on you know this, this question that people might be considering. So the first thing is, are you really putting in the work? Is it not working because you're not doing the work or are you doing the work and it's still not working? That's the first thing to consider. Next thing is, has your idea been validated? Do you have some sort of proof that it is possible to do what you're doing. If this is a business that you're trying to build, then the question is, have you seen that there is in fact demand for the product that you are trying to sell? And then kind of along with that is, do you know that people really understand and want what you have to offer? If you're not really sure of that, then again, you need to go through that validation process to figure out how to communicate with them effectively versus if you already know people understand you 100% and they still don't want what you have to offer, that's a different situation. Um, Then you need to know whether or not you're still feeling passion for what you are doing. And a good way to think about that is, is Is it something you still want to talk about? Is it something you still want to do aside from the goal? Separate yourself from that goal for a minute and just think about whether you still want to be doing this thing. And then try to figure out why maybe the goal has lost its appeal. Another thing to keep in mind is what kind of obstacles are in your way and whether those are the reasons why you want to stop and how you could overcome those obstacles instead of just letting them prevent you from continuing. And then finally, do you just want to quit because it's difficult? That could be one additional reason to quit if there are multiple other reasons why you have decided quitting is a good idea, if it's also difficult, but that's not the reason to quit. And so if it's just difficult, but everything else is a yes, then I would highly encourage and recommend that you keep going and you do persevere. So Gabe, do you have any further thoughts you want to share before we wrap this up? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is just knowing that it is better to change direction than continue to do something that's not working. But knowing why it's not working is really important. So asking yourself these questions and really doing a deep dive and knowing that it's okay to continue doing hard things. And I encourage perseverance, you know, instead of the I can't, the how can I, and try to be solution-minded and do everything you can before you decide to call it quits on that dream and be willing to put in that hard work. That's the biggest thing. Absolutely. Well, Gabe, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for joining me for this entire series. If anyone who's listening right now has not already listened to all five episodes of the series, if you've missed any of them, I would highly recommend that you go back and listen because we've covered so much good stuff about how to stick with your goals. And I'm guessing that everyone who's listening right now has some sort of goal in mind, whether that is trying to build their business or, you know, some other person goal that they might be pursuing. And there are so many different aspects to pursuing those goals. There is the aspect of avoiding potential challenges. There is ways to stay motivated. There is just creating that initial foundation. And these are all things we've covered over this past month. So go be sure to go back and listen to those episodes so that you have all the information you need to be successful, not just with this goal you're working on right now, but with future goals you're pursuing as well. So again, Gabe, Thank you so much for joining us and I hope to have you back sometime. Yeah, thank you. All right, well, that is everything for today. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. 
If you found this episode helpful and you would like to participate live in future recording sessions, then be sure to visit startupsociety.com slash podcast to learn more about all the benefits of membership and apply to join. And finally, it would be a big help if you left Work Less, Earn More a review on Apple Podcasts. Not only will this help us reach more people, but it's also going to give you the chance to potentially win a 12-month membership to Startup Society. All you need to do to enter is post your review on Apple Podcasts, then email a screenshot to contact at gillianperkins.com. Thanks again so much for listening. Now let's wrap this up. I'm Gillian Perkins, and until next week, stay focused and take action. We'll be right back.